Alright, so we are doing uh, Canto 8, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chapter 23. The demigods regain the heavenly planets after uh, the Divine Lord has sent you know, Bali Maharaj for taking care of the uh, one of the hells, you know. It's actually not a hell, you can't call it a hell. But it is, it's a place where, uh, maybe it's a, you know, a place where you can uh, wait for some time. <laughs> Waiting room. <laughs> so, so what happens is, just after that, the demigods, they take charge of the heavenly planets because they have to come back to where they have gone. So let us start the chapter 23, the demigods regain the heavenly planets. Sukhdev Goswami said, when the supreme ancient eternal personality of Godhead has thus spoken to Bali Maharaj who is universally accepted as a pure devotee of the Lord and therefore a great soul, Bali Maharaj, his eyes filled with tears, his hand folded and his voice faltering in devotional ecstasy, responded as follows. Bali Maharaj said, what a wonderful effect there is in even attempting to offer respectful obeisance to you. I merely endeavoured to offer you obeisance, but nonetheless, the attempt was as successful as those of pure devotee. The causeless mercy you have shown to me, a fallen demon, was never achieved, even by the demigods or the leaders of the various planets. So in this, Bali Maharaj is now standing in front of the Divine Lord. And he is acknowledging the Lord and also saying thanks to him that he has kindly bestowed, you know, his grace on Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj has been granted to become the Manu of the next generation after that. Or rather the Indra, sorry. So basically it is a very great opportunity for him. But before he does that, he has been told that he has to take charge of one of the hells. There he is going to have absolute authority. Where the Lord himself also visits sometimes. Sukhdev Goswami continued after speaking in this way. Bali Maharaj offered his obeisance first to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Hari and then to Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva. Thus he was released from the bondage of the Nagpash, that is the robes of Varuna. And in full satisfaction he entered the planet known as Sutala. Sutala is the hell which I was talking about. So now Bali Maharaj is supposed to take care of this particular hell which is called Sutra. Thus having delivered the proprietorship of the heavenly planets to Indra and having fulfilled the desires of Aditi, the mother of the demigods, the supreme personality of Godhead ruled the affairs of the universe. When Prahlad Maharaj heard how Bali Maharaj is grandson and descendant has been released from bondage and has achieved the benediction of the Lord, he spoke as follows in a tone of greatly ecstatic devotion. Prahlad Maharaj said, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, you are worshipped, you know, you universally worshipped. Even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva worship your lotus feet. Yet, although you are such a great personality, you have kindly promised to protect us, the demons. I think that such kindness has never been achieved even by Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva or the Goddess of Fortune Lakshmi. What to speak of the other demigods or common people? Now here there is a very strange uh, phenomena which is happening. Imagine the demons are feeling nice about it. Okay. Though they have lost everything, their king has lost everything and yet the demons are feeling so nice about the whole issue. So what does it actually tell you? It tells you that 
the goodness is there in everybody including the ones that we consider to be evil like prahlad maharaj and his grandson bali both are coming from a race a place like say for example the demons you know hiranyakashyap hiranyaksha and all that they are coming from their lineage and still they are having the devotional aspect for the divine lord and the divine lord has been kind enough to give them moksha both the people that is prahlad as well as bali maharaj and instead of getting angry just because the lord has sent him to hell called sutra bali maharaj is accepting it graciously number 1 number 2 he is handing over the kingdom to the lord to indra and to all the demigods in the heavens this is a very great phenomena it, it is it speaks very highly of the person who is of the highest devotional order so that is the reason why both the grandson and the grandfather they are very very great they are the devotees of the lord only the devotees of the lord have this kind of a behavior they are very kind to everybody our supreme personality of god had said my dear son prahlad all good fortune unto you for the time being please go to the palace place known as sutra and there enjoy happiness with your grandson and other relatives and friends so now the lord is telling them that please go to this place sutra and enjoy over there hell is always supposed to be a place where you get if you remember roasted or toasted but it appears that in sutra there is a great restaurants maybe you know all dancing and this thing and that thing maybe there is a great amount of fun over there what do you say uh, some f1 bhi chalta rahega <laughs> so you will find that it's a very interesting place so that is the reason why the lord is telling them we should go and enjoy that kind of a place all right so uh, like say for example there is all this now marijuana and all these are made free no maybe it is available over there <laughs> So those who are interested can go over there. Hmm? The supreme personality of God had said, "My dear son Prahlad, all good fortune unto you. For the time being, please go to the place called Sutra, and there enjoy happiness with your grandson and other relatives and friends." The supreme personality of God had said, "Assured Prahlad Maharaj, you shall be able to see me there in my usual feature, with conch shell, disc, club, and lotus in hand." because of your transcendental bliss due to always personally seeing me you will have no further bondage to fruitive activities this particular domain called sutra is near the knee knee you understand knee so it is near the knee cap so it is basically in that zone so it still is not the hell hell that we talk about you know we talk about hells where you burn and so on and so forth there is nothing like that so at this particular place it's still a better place not that bad and naturally with the gradation of uh, you know the type of uh, things that you do all right maybe in your name you are not such a great uh, evil person like mogambo uh, kosua like that <laughs> maybe sholeka gabbarsi you are not like that you maybe you are a very small villain maybe you have done very little things so naturally you are not sent to the bigger hell you are sent to the smaller hells and over there if you can, you if somebody can definitely reign over there so sri lal gosu sukhdev goswami said accompanied by wali maharaj 
My dear King Parikshit, Prahlad Maharaj, the master of all the chief of the demons, took the Supreme Lord's order on the head with his folded hands. And after saying yes to the Lord, circumambulating him and offering him respectful obeisance, he entered the lower planetary system known as Sutra. Hari, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Narayana, therefore, addressed Sukracharya, who was sitting nearby in the midst of the assembly of the priests. That is Brahma, Hota, Udgata and Udharvai. These are the priests. Priests are there for that. You remember we were doing the a particular yagya. Correct? So all these are different, different priests. I have explained to you what are the different Udgata, the one who says, the says, the sayer. So like that. O Maharaj Parikshit, these priests are all Brahmavadis, followers of the Vedic principle for performing sacrifices. Actually, Brahmavad, Vad means argument, by the way. Argument. To know about Brahma is a very great thing. It doesn't nobody nobody knows Brahma. So Brahmavadi. Naturally, what you do is you do try you try to find out what is Brahma. So it is always by means of argumentative ways. Okay, Brahma is this. You say no, Brahma cannot be that. It could be this. It, it basically is talking something like that. So that is the reason why in the Vedas it is mentioned that you have to do neti neti. Say no, not this, not this, not this, not this. Continuously say not this to anything that is tangible in this universe or intangible also. So, O best of Brahmana, Shukracharya, please describe the fault or discrepancy in your disciple Bali Maharaj, who engaged in performing sacrifice. This fault will be nullified when judged in the presence of qualified Brahmanas. Shukracharya said, My Lord, you are the enjoyer and the law giver in all performance of sacrifices and you are the Yajna Purusha, the person to whom all sacrifices are offered. If one has fully satisfied you, where is the chance of the discrepancies of faults in the performance of sacrifice? Normally it so happens that we forget. Now those who have done you know, this uh, Satyanarayan Puja, I am sure you recollect one incident over there where the particular person you know, he is a great uh, dealer, a trader. What he does is, before the puja is over, he comes to know that his son-in-law has is seen over there, you know, in the in the sea with the with his, uh, you know, one boat. So before he could complete the entire puja and partaken of the prasad, he goes running to the seashore. And when he goes running to the seashore, he sees that the particular ocean going vessel that says that the boat has disappeared it's not there in sight so somebody tells him you have not completed the puja go and complete it so he goes over there now this is you have defaulted in certain things so there are certain rules and regulations because you are the followers of a particular system so you have to follow the system and get it accordingly but all systems are nullified when the Divine Lord is treated with devotion. You should know this. As a devotee of the Lord, even if you offer him a little glass of water or even a leaf, you know, that, that is more than enough for him. He is not interested in all your Adra, Titya and all that. What? Agriya, Padya, all those kind of things he is not interested in. You understand what I am saying? You just have to welcome him with the love in your heart and with, with, the, with the devotion of the highest devotee of it. So when you do that, everything is 
nullified. All these kind of faults that might have happened during the course of this entire puja, yagya, or puja, or whatever, they, they are nullified. So, what he says is, Shukracharya is saying that since you have been so kind enough and gracious enough to him, everything seems to be nullified. There may be discrepancies in pronouncing the mantras and observing the regulative principles. And moreover, there might be discrepancy in regards to time, place, person or paraphernalia. But when your Lordship's holy name is chanted, everything becomes faultless. This is exactly what I have been telling you all last so many years. You know, what I said is, it is, it is always, you have to pronounce the name correctly. Suppose you have a lisp. Lisp, you know, they say like that, when that's a lisp. Or suppose you, you don't know to speak properly. You know, there are people who can't speak some words properly. Or maybe you have an accent. You know, the name changes immediately. The way you speak changes. So some of the words will take a different hue or a meaning. I'm sure, you know, in, if you've seen some of the movies recently, you know, the, the word changes. If you say one word in one language and the other language, the word is completely different. Like say for example, the word called Pal. Now Pal in uh, Tamil means milk. And you take it in Marathi, it means lizard. So you are not going to drink a lizard, isn't it? So, so you have to understand, if these words are completely different meaning in different languages. So which one is correct? Nobody knows. So that is the reason why what happens is whenever we are saying certain words in the puja or in this kind of uh, mantras, there are always going to be some problems are going to be there. So there are problems in the mantra. While performing this puja, we, we use all kinds of different, different stuff. Like say for example, you take, bring suji, you know suji? Huh? You bring suji, you bring uh, uh, shakar, okay? And you bring ghee. All these kinds of things you have bought. Now think about it. The ghee. It's supposed to be a cow ghee, but it turns out to be a buffalo. Then what happens? You know, buffalo is the vahan of Yamdev. And <laughs> cow is different. <laughs> cow is always with Narayana. Think about it. So, suppose you mix, mix buffalo ghee and make that, you know, puja ka saman. What happens? You are in deep trouble, sir. You don't know what you are actually doing. <laughs> so, imagine this, you know, there is a vegetarian person who has come to eat food in your house. Okay. And you offer him, say, egg or you offer him meat or something like that, unknowingly. It's a big sin, supposedly. Alright? That is the reason why it is said that whenever you are doing some puja or something like that, there is always going to be some errors, something, some problems are going to be there. Hmm. So, you see, there is, there is a saying, we say these things, you know, that you cannot be extremely beautiful. You need to have one tikka somewhere. That is why when children are small, they put one black tikka somewhere on their face. Hmm? So tikka problem It's like uh, the person in my office. What he did was he uh, bought a brand new Tata car, and he was very careful driving it. 
and very carefully he went and banged behind. <laughs> so, so I asked him, I said, what happened? You were supposed to be extremely careful. Yes, sir. Usko to tika laga hai, thoda sa. Abhi iske baad kuch nahi hoga. <laughs> so it was like that. So understand, everything that you think is perfect and absolutely right is having its own issues. There are going to be certain issues, some problems are going to be there. That is why he said the discrepancies exist. So the discrepancies in pronouncing, sometimes we don't, we are not able to pronounce the name also. Right? So how do you pronounce the name? And you know, if you see, those who know phonetics, phonetics, the way in which pronunciations are there. A, A, A. You know how many forms the A itself, the letter takes? So if you see, you know, C-A-T, cat, A, the A sounds like A. So if you think about it, now you translate a um, in, uh, Hindi word into English, I mean, you put the English, Hindi word into English, that is why you will find that those Indians who go to America, the people over there are not able to pronounce the names. This is the reason, because they, they take that particular letter and they pronounce it in a different way. Yes. So, that is the reason why. Pronunciation of mantra and observing regulative principles. Regulative principles means what? You know, I'm sure, you know, those who have sat down for some puja and something like that, you know, the person is saying, now pour some water on your hand. Okay. Or do something. By the time that person has said, he has already gone to the second line. And in that line, you are supposed to put some flowers. So, and there you are pouring water on top of it. And then by the time he says flowers, it is some leaf. So, you know, there is no coordination anywhere. So, you will find that everything is going haywire. That is the reason why the principles, the regulatory principles are not in place. The discrepancies in regards to time. Okay. Now you go to New York City, the time is going to be different. You go to San Francisco, time is different. You go to Tokyo. Singapore time is different, India time is different. What time are you going to take? Think, you know, we Indians, we take the Indian standard time. Do you know Indian standard time is where? There is a half an hour difference between Calcutta and um, uh, Mumbai. <laughs> there is a, that means the sun going from one place to the other takes half an hour. And yet we are taking a time which is called the IST, Indian standard time. So you should understand it will be half an hour here and there. Okay, accept it. Next time if you go for some party or something like that, go to 8 baje aana, to saadhe 8 baje janega. Hmm, good. <laughs> so that is the reason why the Indian standard time is a line which passes through Allahabad. Allahabad is there. So the line which passes through the uh, longitude basically, which passes through that, it is taken, that is the time taken. And it is distributed evenly across the nation. That is why it is called the Indian standard time. So, the time factor is also not known. Now, this person must have been in Banaras. Banaras is close to Ilhabad. But what about Mumbai? Suppose you are doing the puja in Mumbai, that is Bombay. What is going to happen? Or in Calcutta. You have to be 15 minutes earlier in Calcutta and 15 minutes later in Mumbai. See? There is a problem there. Time cannot be adhered to. Similarly, place. You know how difficult it is to find a place? I am sure, you know, I will tell you, I will give you one very simple example. You know, when you go to a new house and you try to sleep in a bed, 
you know, by the end of the month or so, you must have changed four positions. <laughs> you put your bed in one corner, then you put it in another corner, then you put it in another place, and then finally you say, you know, subject of dreams and you stick to that and you try to stick over there and more dreams will come over there so <laughs> again place can never be said uh, we have this thing called vastu in our world vastu means you have this mula that mula all those kind of things you know in our house we say this is agni mula agni mula is where you keep the fire fire means your hearth is there hmm. where you cook your food that is called agni mula then there is water place where only water now imagine there is a drain passing from there now the drain is not even connected to that place yet it has to pass isn't it when you when you are working in the kitchen are you not going to drain the water of course you are going to drain the water you are going to clean the vegetables and the vessels and all that stuff you are going to drain the water so the drain has to pass from there and that is not allowed so how do you wash that in olden times, you could take the, all the vessels and go outside and wash them somewhere. And in today's day and age, in the small flats that people are staying, 500, 1000, 1500 square feet flats, where are you going to think about the drains, where they are, the entrance south facing, north facing, east facing, God knows what facing the, the entrance is going to be. All this is haywire. Everything goes for a toss. And that is the reason why he says place. Person. Now you know person. A person who comes for the puja, that fellow must have eaten early in the morning one nice breakfast and come. Bola chicken sandwich ka kya hai hai. Acha, are puja karne ke liye. Because you see, early in the morning you, I have to be fresh, you know, I ate chicken sandwich and came. <laughs> you are not allowed to do all that kind of stuff. Again, somebody might not even have taken a bath for all, you know, you might have just come. Bola thandi bho da, iske liye aaj sari te kiya. People just take a, you know. And we have so many issues which we cannot even control. Paraphernalia. Paraphernalia is a very funny thing. You know, there is a there is a tree called basil. B-A-S-I-L. You must have heard of basil. Now, basil comes in at least 20 different varieties. Okay. Nobody knows what basil is, by the way. So which basil was used? Bola nahi nahi, jo, jo Italian pizza me dalte hai, wo wala basil. Sir, Italian pizza ka basil alag hai. <laughs> so do you get this point? The Italian pizza basil is different than the basil that we use in India. So the basils are different. So like, say for example, you are using basil. What basil you are using? Don't know. Once upon a time, many many years ago, you know, uh, we were doing puja. And there was some puja, I don't re- recollect what it was. And you know, one of the funniest things over there told to us was, go early in the morning, see a cow, and you get Gomutra from her. <laughs> so you go around with one bottle in hand and see where the cow is, and you get Gomutra for her. You know, Gomutra means what? The pee. The pee of a cow. Imagine carrying that stuff all over the town. You know, I felt so embarrassed. Early in the morning, I had to go out and get it from somewhere. <laughs> so it was very funny. And uh, and I was feeling very embarrassed carrying that, you know, bottle of Gomutra. So like this, these are, these are the kinds of things which are very, very paraphernalia by itself. Whatever is the requirement that are there. So the prayers can never be perfect.
so that is the reason why he says the discrepancies in pronouncing the mantras and observing the regulative principles and moreover there might be discrepancies in regards to time place person or paraphernalia okay but when your lordship's holy name is chanted everything becomes faultless so only when you take the divine name of the lord that time everything becomes faultless so you just have to let it be just let it be and take the name of the lord and say god please take care of me i might have said something wrongly i might have said something in a uh, you know or uh, some wrong pronunciations i might have put instead of this basil i put that basil okay early in the morning i had uh, a pizza okay all these things you kindly excuse me and you know especially small children i used to sit for the puja especially small children you know you cannot have upvas you know you cannot go on fasting you have to fast till the prayer is over okay and the prayer these fellows you know they they stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch and those who have done puja in their house will tell you you think that it is going to start at 9 o'clock that fellow will start at 9:30 10 o'clock and then we we are hoping you know by 11 o'clock it will get over and then we'll get something to eat this fellow is ex- extending his time so you keep on extending extending and by the time it is 12 12:30 1 o'clock after that we do what is called as the maha naivedya maha naivedya means all the, the entire food has to be given full everything is to be offered and the kitchen is still not ready you know how many problems can come up so all these problems can be taken care of when the lord is there in presence just take his name and all your problems can get sorted out that is the reason why shukracharya is telling everybody over there lord you are there so why should we bother all these prayers that we have done that is all these yagyas that we have performed they will be taken care of because you are kind enough to be there lord vishnu i must nonetheless act in obedience to your order because obeying your order is most auspicious and is the first duty of everyone when the divine lord says something it has to be taken as absolute truth you have to do what you are supposed to do if he says go fetch the water so you go fetch the water actually today in the morning i was saying just think about it arjuna has extended the bhagavad gita from chapter 1 to chapter 18 okay and what was the lord asking him to do lift your bow and arrow and shoot can you imagine that is all that he was talking about right from beginning to the end in every chapter this man is arguing with him his mind is not allowing how can i shoot this arrow these people will get killed that people will get killed these problems will happen i will be having sin sir the lord is telling you lift your bow and arrow and shoot nothing is going to go wrong so is like a traditional chewing gum he extended from one chapter to 18 chapters but it was good for us human beings you know why because we got to learn the bhagavad gita at least that much <laughs> so we should thank arjuna for being that you know becoming that extension fellow so here shukracharya is saying i must nonetheless act in obedience to your order because obeying your order is most auspicious and is the first duty of everyone you have to follow the orders of the lord sukhdev goswami continued in this way 
the most powerful shukracharya accepted the order of the supreme personality of godhead with full respect along with the best brahmanas he began to compensate for the discrepancies in the sacrifice performed by bali maharaj okay so there are certain things which is basically udyapan you have you have to you have to create what is called as the reverse effect of whatever is the that thing which has happened all the negative impacts that are there they have to be reversed out and that is the reason why he has to do that so if you see in the prayer sometimes during the prayer the priest will say kindly forgive me for whatever trouble that i might have given this and so on and so forth those who read the uh, sai satcharitra there sai baba also says the same things he talks about various kinds of sins which happen without our knowledge sins like chuli chakandni and all those kind of things what we do is we bring the food grains from the marketplace you know you get dal and rice and all those kind of things isn't it so what do you do you bring the rice in the kitchen and then you wash it when you are washing it are you not removing a lot of you know germs and stuff like that from that and then imagine they are being boiled in hot water the poor germs are they not getting killed so this is what is the thing which is said again now when you go to that flour mill you know earlier we used to go to flour mill or now when you are making your idli idli uh, batter at home you know many people do idli batter at home correct so how do you do you put it in the mixer grinder think about it all those million germs are getting smashed into bits and pieces tick 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 so you are responsible for their death are you not so that is the reason why he says for that reason you have to ensure that you do this kind of a prayer which takes care of this kind of a sin oking parikshit thus having taken all the land of bali maharaj by begging the supreme personality of god and lord vamandev delivered to his brother indra all the land taken away by indra's enemy lord brahma the master of king daksha and all of the prajapatis accompanied by all the demigods the great saintly persons the inhabitants of pitaloka now all those people had gathered for that particular yagya see all those manu the munis such leaders as daksha bhrigu angira as well as kartikeya and lord shiva accepted lord vamandev as a protector of everyone he did this with the pleasure of kashyapa muni and the wife aditi and for the welfare of all the inhabitants of the universe including their various leaders o king parikshit indra was considered the king of all the universe but the demigods headed by lord brahma wanted upendra that is lord vamandev as the protector of the vedas the principal of the religion fame opulence auspiciousness vows elevation in the higher planetary systems and liberation thus they accepted upendra that is lord vamandev as the supreme master of everything this decision made all living entities extremely happy indra king of heaven being protected by the arms of vamandev the supreme personality of godhead thus regained his rule of the three worlds and was reinstated in his own position supremely opulent fearless and fully satisfied lord brahma lord shiva lord kartikeya the great sage bhrigu other saintly persons the inhabitants of pitralok and all other living entities present including the inhabitants of siddhalok the living entities who travel in outer space by airplanes all glorified by the uncommon activities of lord vamandev oking while chanting about and glorifying the lord they return to their respective heavenly planets they also praise the position 
of Aditi. So everybody is going back to their own, own places. Aditi and Kashyapa, these are the two people. If you, oh, did I miss 24? Where is 24? Okay. All right. Thereafter, along with all the leaders of the heavenly planets, Indra, the king of the heavens, placed Lord Vamandev before him and with the approval of Lord Brahma, brought him to the heavenly planet in the celestial aeroplane. Indra, the king of heaven, being protected by the arms of Vamandev, the supreme personality of Godhead, thus regained the rules of the three worlds and was reinstated in their old position, supremely opulent, fearless and fully satisfied. Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, Lord Kartike, the great sage Brigu, other saintly persons, the inhabitants of Pitralok and all the living entities present, including the inhabitants of Siddhalok and the living entities who travel in outer space by aeroplanes, all glorified the uncommon activities of Lord Vamandev. O King, while chanting about and glorifying the land, Lord, they return to their respective heavenly planets. They also praise the position of Aditi. O Maharaj Prajikshin, pleasure of the dynasty, pleasure of your dynasty. I have now described to you everything about the wonderful activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vamandev. Those who hear about this are certainly freed from all the results of sinful activities. One who is subject to death cannot measure the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Trivikrama. Lord Vishnu, any more than he could count the number of atoms in the entire planet Earth. No, no one, whether born already or destined to take birth, is able to do this. This has been sung by the great sage Vashishta. So this particular chapter which has come to the end where everything has you know, taken place and we are going to come to the fag end of this particular chapter which tells us how Vamandev was able to subdue Lord Bali and send him to the heavenly planet or the hellish, hellish planet and then thereafter he is going to take over the other planetary systems. So we have literally come to the end of this chapter. If one hears about the uncommon activities of the Supreme Lord, Personality of Godhead in his various incarnations, he is certainly elevated to the higher planetary system or even brought back home, back to Godhead. Whenever the activities of Vamandev are described in the course of the ritualistic ceremony, whether the ceremony be performed to please the demigods, to please one's forefathers in Pitraloka, or to celebrate a social event like a marriage, that ceremony should be understood to be extremely auspicious. So we have come to the end of the chapter, where if this particular verse, if these verses, if they are recited during any of the great ceremonies that are happening, they will, you will reach that particular domain, whatever that you are asking for. So we will do, we will start the next chapter, because the next chapter is quite huge. We may not be able to complete it, so we will try to see if I can complete it tomorrow. So we will now start chapter 24. We are we are doing a new chapter and we are going to do a new avatar of Vishnu. And that is called Matsya Avatar. The Lord's Fish Incarnations. This is Canto 8, Chapter 24, Matsya Avatar, the Lord's Fish Incarnation. So we are going to now do the fish incarnation. Now, why the fish incarnation? You will ask me. Fish incarnation. I mean, those who have been studying archaeology in the last uh, so many years, you know, they found that the first creature was found in the deep seas. That is, the first creature as we call it, the planktons. I don't know whether you, 
you know, those who know a little bit of biology will understand. Planktons. Okay? Those are the basic uh, life forms which are found under the deep sea. And that is where the uh, earth produces the first form. You will find that the entire land mass is very small compared to the water. The earth has more water in it than less amount of land. Okay? So, I believe around 80% of the earth is covered by water. That is what I think it is. I may be wrong. So, the Matsya avatar becomes more prominent because this is the avatar where the whole thing begins. So, let us see this chapter. Maharaj Parikshit said, The Supreme Personality of Godhead Hari is eternally situated in his transcendental position. Yet he descends to this material world and manifests himself in various incarnations. His first incarnation, that's why I told you, his first incarnation was that of a great fish. O most powerful Sukhdev Goswami, I wish to hear from you the past times of the fish incarnation. So the first avatar was supposed to be the fish avatar. So that is the reason why he is saying, can you please tell me the story of the fish avatar. What was the purpose for which the Supreme Personality of Godhead accepted this abominable form of fish? Exactly as an ordinary living being accepts different forms under the laws of karma. The form of fish is certainly condemned and full of terrible pain. Oh my Lord, what is the purpose of this incarnation? Kindly explain this to us, for hearing about the pastimes of the Lord is auspicious for everyone. So now, the most important aspect is, why fish? What is so special? Okay. The fish avatar is a very strange avatar and there has to be something really extraordinary for that particular avatar to be taken. So the question asked is why this avatar and why this particular kind of appearance? Human beings, those who perform certain karmas, the karmas are dictating what kind of life you are going to take any which way. I am sure you know when we were doing the satsang about 3-4 weeks back, I was telling you exactly how these forms arise and how the karmas happen. So we are basically responsible for our own destiny. Human beings are responsible for their own destiny. We think that the God writes destiny. No. The God has written a rule book and he has kept it over there. Okay. See, the rule book is like the uh, constitution. It's written already and kept over there. And we follow and we human beings, we are operating in the material world. So sometimes we perform certain actions. So that you have to go and refer to the rule book. Okay, this is under section so and so. So those who know a little bit of law will understand. There are people, those who can come under section 420, 302, like that, you know. You must have heard of the movie Sri Sri Okay, and that is cheat, cheating. <laughs> People go and cheat others, no? Or they uh, take money or some things like that. So that 420 was under section 420. Shri Charsubis. That is Shri, the name of the person. He was 420. He was under section 420. So that means he was a con man. Okay? That is why. So like that there is a constitution and everything comes under the rule book. That particular rule book. So, those who perform karma, the karma is in reference to a particular section 
and if you do this then you have to get this if you do this then you have to get that you know like that the entire thing is mentioned so that in case if we perform a particular action in this particular form we can get another form a few days ago i wrote a blog on the birds and the animals and all that i'm sure you some of you might have read it it's the way you you will find that everybody has come from a particular genealogy you know we bark like a particular animal sometimes or we mew like a cat or we sing like a bird every every person has got this particular tendency or the habit something like that is there in us so you can make out you know oh this person comes from a monkey family okay this fellow is like a donkey he, he goes he all the time <laughs> or this fellow is sleeping so it is like that so everything is as per the law book everything happens as per the laws all right so so he wants to know what is the reason for that so the goswami said when parikshit maharaj was inquired from sukhdev goswami the most powerful saintly person began describing the past times of the lord incarnation as a fish sukhdev goswami said o king for the sake of protecting the cows brahmanas demigods devotees the vedic literature religious principles the principles to fulfill the purpose of life the supreme personality of god and accepts the form of incarnations here there is a very important word it said all this is happening because for the sake of protecting the cows the brahmanas the demigods the devotees the vedic literature the religious principles there are principles just now only we discussed about the religious principles the principle to fulfill the purpose of life everybody has come with a purpose in life understand we are not just not born for the heck of it we are not some lost crew somewhere okay the crew is fitting somewhere we are fitting into some block somewhere we don't know the block to find this purpose in life is the most important thing for a human being what is the purpose of life that is what you should know so he says over here the principle to fulfill the purpose of life the supreme personality of god and accepts the form of incarnations many a times it so happens that we do not understand the purpose of our life till the very end of our life many a time we actually don't understand this so it is it does not really matter we can still perform what whatever activity that we are supposed to do you will come to the purpose like the air passing through different types of atmospheres the supreme personality of god although appearing sometimes as a human being and sometimes as a lower animal he is always transcendental because he is above the material modes of nature he is unaffected by the higher or the lower forms human beings those who are born they are all normal in the sense they come from a normal plane they are karmic beings they perform certain karmas they perform certain actions and their birth is as per the karmic action only whereas the lord when he takes a form the form could be any kind he could take a human form or he could take a form of an animal also or a bird or a fish or whatever he can take any form but that particular form is free from all material contaminations what it means is it is beyond the gunas gunas are sattva rajas and tamas everybody is ruled under sattva rajas and tamas please understand that 
But when the Lord comes in this form, whichever form that He comes in, He is beyond the gunas. So there is no guna that is affecting Him. So He can be in any guna, by the way. Okay. He could take a form which could be absolutely a crass form also. Like a pig. When the Lord will come like a pig. Now you will ask me, Lord is going to come like a pig? Of course he comes like a pig. It's called the Varaha Avatar. Okay. Sometimes he comes like a fish. So it does not really matter. You know, his Avatar is beyond the ken and understanding of normal human beings. So why should we bother so much? The idea is, can the Lord take an Avatar of a fish? You will find, try to find out. Why? So it's the same question which was asked. Because as human beings, how are we to understand the fish language? We only know how to eat them. We don't know their language. Okay? <laughs> you understand? We know which is a jinga, you know, which is kekada. I know, I'm sorry. Some of the words people may not know over here. Okay, prawns. You know prawns? Yeah, some of them are prawns. Some of them could be, you know, all those different, different kinds of fishes that you get in the marketplace. Pomfret and whatnot. But can we understand their language? Can we understand why they are there? We don't have any clue. We, we cannot even try to decipher what they are thinking of. Forget that. Even the dog, what he says, you think you understand. You understand? You think the dog is barking because he is hungry or he is saying something. God knows. We, we just assume things. So any which way, this is just trying to understand. So, he is unaffected by higher and lower forms. O King Parikshit, at the end of the past millennium, at the end of the Brahma's day, because Lord Brahma sleeps during the night, annihilation took place and the three worlds were covered by water of the ocean. This is during the great floods. Okay, The earth was inundated with water. If you go in the Bible also, it is mentioned over there, the earth, the earth got inundated with water. That is the time when the new generation comes into play. Alright? At the end of the Brahma's day, when Brahma fell sleepy and desired to lie down, the Vedas were emanating from his mouth and the great demon named Hayagri stole the Vedic knowledge. Understanding the act of the great demon Hayagri, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, who is full of opulences, assumed the form of a fish and saved the Vedas by killing the demon. So the story has come to an end. No, 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 don't worry, we will still do that. During the Chakshusha Manavantra, there was a great king named Satyavrata, who was a great devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Satyavrata performed austerities by subsisting only on water. In this, the present millennium, King Satyavrata later became the son of Vivaswan, the king of the sun planet and was known as Shraddadev. By the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he was given the post of a Manu. The first man is given the post of a Manu, the king of all the men. Alright. One day, while King Satyavrat was performing austerities by offering water on the banks of the river Kratmala, a small fish appeared in the water in his palm. So we are starting the story. So there is a very tiny fish which appears. Okay. And the fish is so tiny that he is taking it in the palm of his hand. You can see a small fish floating here. Satyavrat, the king of the Dravidesha, 
Dravida Desha, that is South India, threw the fish into the water of the river along the water in his palm. O King Parikshit, descendant of Bharata. Why South India? Why not North India? You will ask me. Sir, the sea is in South India, not in North India. Okay, the sea and the oceans. So you have to understand why Dravida Desha. Otherwise, you will say Arya Desha. There is no sea and ocean over there. You will find only lakes and rivers. Okay. So, he took the fish and he said, Oh, a small fish. Okay. I'll put him back. With an appealing voice, the poor small fish said to the king Satyavrat, who was very merciful, My dear king, protector of the poor, why are you throwing me into the water of the river? Where are the other aquatics who will kill me? I am very much afraid of them. So the Lord who has taken this form of a small fish is telling him, See, I am afraid of all these big fishes in the ocean. Can you please take me and take me with you? Okay. To please himself. King Satyavrata, not knowing that the fish was the supreme personality of Godhead, decided with great pleasure to give the fish protection. So the king says, Okay, 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 I will take care of you. Don't worry, I will take you with me. The merciful king, being moved by the pitiable words of the fish, placed the fish in a water jug and brought him to his own residence. So the king is very kind, so he brings the fish in a small vessel and he brings it to his residence. But in one night, that fish grew so much that he could not move his body comfortably in the water in the pot. He then spoke to the king as follows. So the fish becomes as big as the pot. My dear king, I do not like living in the water pot with such great difficulty. Therefore, please find me some better reservoir of water where I can live comfortably. So the fish tells him, see, now I become so fat. Okay, big fellow. So can you put me in some reservoir? Then taking the fish out of the water pot, the king threw him in a large well. But within the moment, the fish developed to the length of three cubits. That is as big as a man. The fish then said, my dear king, this reservoir of water is not fit for my my happy residence. Please give me more extensive pool of water for I have taken shelter of you. O Maharaj Parikshit, the king took the fish from the well and threw him in a lake. But the fish then assumed a gigantic form, exceeding the extent of the water. So the fish becomes still bigger. The fish then said, O king, I am a large aquatic and this water is not at all suitable for me. Now kindly find some way to save me. It would be better to put me in the water of the lake that will never reduce. So it's a big fish, like a whale. Okay. Thus requested, King Satyavrat took the fish to the largest reservoir of water, but when they also provided insufficient, the king at last threw the gigantic fish in the ocean. The oceans are very big, so he goes and throws the fish in the ocean. While being thrown in the ocean, the king, the fish said to the king Satyavrat, O hero, in this water there are very powerful and dangerous sharks that will eat me. Therefore, you should not throw me in this place. After hearing the sweet words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead from the mouth of the fish, the king being bewildered asked him, Who are you, sir? You simply bewilder me. So he is asking the fish. Think about it. You know, a man is talking to the fish. He's lost it. But when the fish is talking to the man, that also you will say something. Oh, I can only think of Nemo. Finding Nemo. You remember that movie? Beautiful movie. So, as if he is talking, you know, think about it. See, when the Americans make a movie, you know, we accept it. The fish can talk, Superman can fly, everything can happen. But when we say that our fish talks, they will say, hey, this is wrong. (laughs) But our fish is supposed to be a magical fish, it is godly in nature, so our fish will talk also. 
So, oh my Lord, Master of Creation. Hmm, no, sorry, again. Okay, after hearing these sweet words from the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the form of the fish, the king being bewildered, asked him, Who are you, sir? You simply bewildered me. My Lord, in one day you have expanded yourself for hundreds of miles, covering the water of the river and the ocean. Before this, I have never seen or heard such an aquatic animal. My Lord, you are certainly the inexhaustible Supreme Personality of Godhead Narayana. Sri Hari, it is to show your mercy to the living entities that you have now assumed the form of an aquatic. O my Lord, Master of Creation, Maintenance and Annihilation, O best of enjoyers, Lord Vishnu, you are the leader and the destination of the surrendered devotees like us. Therefore, let, let me offer my respectful obeisance unto you. All your pastimes and incarnations certainly appear for the welfare of all living entities. Therefore, my Lord, I wish to know the purpose for which you have assumed this form of a fish. So the king, Satyavrati, is going to ask him, oh, Can you please tell me why you have taken this particular form? Oh my Lord, possessing eyes like the petal of a lotus, the worship of the demigods who the bodily concept of life is fruitless in all respect. But because you are the supreme friend and dearest, dear most soul, super soul of everyone, worship of your lotus feet is never useless. You have therefore manifested your form as a fish. So he is take, telling him that see, you have taken this form of a fish. So can you kindly please let me know. Sukhdev Goswami said, when King Satyavrata spoke to him in this way, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who at the end of the Yuga had assumed the form of a fish to benefit his devotees and enjoy his pastime in the water of inundation, responded as follows. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, O King, who can subdue your enemies on the seventh day from today? The three words, that is Bhu, Bhua, Soha. All these will merge into the water of inundation. Does this remind you of something? Noah's Ark. Isn't it? It's all stories are more or less the same. Except that we do not apply one to the other. When all the three worlds merge into the water, a large boat sent by me will appear before you. Okay, Noah made the ark and here God is going to send the boat for him. That's the difference. Okay. So there is two differentiations are there. <laughs> Therefore, O king, you shall collect. Now see, collection. Huh? All types of herbs and seeds and load them on the great boat. Them accompanied by the seven rishis and surrounded by all kinds of living entities, you shall get aboard the boat and without moroseness you shall easily travel with your companion on the ocean of inundation, the only illumination being the effulgence of the great rishis. So for seven days and nights, what is going to happen? It's going to rain, it's going to pour, the waters are going to flood, everything is going to go under. So he says you take all these plants and seeds and all these things, one one type, Okay, everything. You take all the birds and the animals and you take them together. Okay. Now here, every creature, a male and one female is to be taken. Alright. So, nothing over here besides that. Then as the boat is tossed about by the powerful winds, attach the vessel to my horn by means of the great serpent Vasuki and I shall be present by your side. Vasuki is the great serpent who is like an anchor, like an anchor, okay? Pulling the boat with you and all the rishis in it. Rishi Munis, knowledge base, remember this. Saptarishis, they are the base of knowledge in this material world. There are different kinds of knowledges, like the scientific knowledges, there is sociology, so on and so forth. There are various kinds of knowledges. Hmm? 
like you will also find uh, uh, what Chanakya was good in, you know, governance, that is also there. All these kinds of different knowledges are there, they will illuminate the boat. So they may not be light, you know, because the sun is, the sky is overcast, so there is no light over there. So these Rishi Munis are going to provide you with this shining light. Pulling the boat with you and all the Rishis in it, O King, I shall travel in the water of devastation until the night of Brahma's slumber is over. You will be thoroughly advised and favoured by me and because of your inquiries, everything about my glories, which are known as Parabrahma, will be manifested within your heart. Thus you will know everything about me. After thus instructing the king, the Supreme Personality of God had immediately disappeared. Then King Satyavrat began to wait for the time for which the Lord had instructed. So what is going to happen? At the end of this, there is going to be a very great deluge. Okay. I think we will be able to finish. Okay. After this instruction, the king, the supreme personality of God had immediately disappeared. The king Satyavrat began to wait for the time of which the Lord had instructed. After spreading kusa grass on his tip, pointing east, the saintly king, himself facing the northwest, sat down on the grass and began to meditate upon the supreme personality of Godhead, Vishnu, who had assumed the form of a fish. Thereafter, gigantic clouds, pouring incessant water, swelled the ocean more and more. Thus the ocean began to overgrow, overflow into the land and inundate the entire world. So the oceans start having different kinds of turbulence in it. So it starts covering up the entire land. Alright? As Satyavrat remembered the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he saw a boat coming near him. Thus he collected the herbs and the creatures, creepers, and accompanied by saintly brahmanas, he got aboard the boat. O saintly brahmanas being pleased with the king, said to him, O king, please meditate upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead Keshava. He will save us from this impending danger and arrange for our well-being. Then while the king constantly meditated upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead, a large, gold, large golden fish appeared in the ocean of inundation. The fish had one horn and had 8 million miles long. 8 million miles long. Following the instructions formally given by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the king anchored the boat to the fish's horn. Using the serpent Vasuki as a rope, thus being satisfied, he began offering prayer to the Lord. The king said, By the grace of the Lord, those who have lost their self-knowledge since time immemorial, and who because of their ignorance are in, involved in the material conditional life full of miseries obtain the chance to meet the Lord's devotee. I accept that Supreme Personality of Godhead as the Supreme Spiritual Master. So, even during that Yuga, what is he talking about? People have lost their spiritual knowledge. Okay? So, he says, by the Lord being over here, we will be able to get their spiritual knowledge back. Do you think we should be able to complete? We have got another 12-13 more verses. I think should be. Hmm? Is it okay? Hmm? Maybe 5 minutes or 10 minutes more. In hopes of becoming happy in this material world, the foolish conditioned souls perform fruitive activities that result only in suffering. But by rendering service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one becomes free from such false desires for happiness May my Supreme Spiritual Master cut the knot of the false desires from the core of my heart. I think I have explained these verses n number of times. You know, We get trapped in the material world and so on and so forth. One who wants to be free of material entanglement should take to the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and give up the contamination of ignorance in involving pious and impious activities. 
we always think you know we are doing good work or bad work no don't bother about it thus one regains his original identity just as a block of gold or silver shreds all dirt and becomes purified when treated with fire thus that inexhaustible supreme personality of god becomes our spiritual master for he is the original spiritual master of all the other spiritual masters so finally the lord is the spiritual master of everything neither all the demigods not the so called gurus nor all the other people either independently or together can offer mercy that equals even 1/10000 of yours therefore i wish to take shelter at your lotus feet now satyavrat is telling the lord i would like to take shelter at your lotus feet he is in the form of the golden fish remember that as a blind man being unable to see accept another blind man as his leader people who do not know the goal of life accept someone as a guru who is a rascal and a fool but we are interested in self realization therefore we accept you o supreme personality of godhead as our spiritual master for you are able to see in all directions and are omniscient like the sun see what is mentioned over here is very very peculiar the peculiarity is this those who accept a guru for any particular purpose other than realization of god other than going towards god anything besides that say we accept a guru who is a traditional guru you know who teaches us yoga or some such type of a thing that person is not called a guru he is not a spiritual master he is a master of a particular act activity so only those who are interested in spiritual self realization or reaching the spiritual zenith or the glory of that knowing the self or knowing who you are that only and that can be taught only by the supreme personality of godhead okay who will become the supreme master a materialistic so called guru instructs his materialistic disciplines about economic development and sense gratification economic development means you see all these mark cubans of this world i don't know whether you know mark cuban <laughs> okay okay then you should go and google him today and find out who is he he gives some very nice lectures or you will find that there are very nice books available you know very fat fat books available and uh, tony robbins or I, I i think uh, all these kind of people are there they are the gurus who will tell you benjamin graham okay he is also a guru of economic development so these all these kind of gurus who will teach you towards economic development of yours or sense gratification those who will teach you you know all those different kinds of yogas which lead you towards sense gratification now in america all kinds of different yoga namaste they will say and they'll they'll teach you all different kinds of things actually i was <laughs> was watching something today and i was feeling so it is so funny you know you cannot even imagine they have come up with different different yogas okay and they call it by different different names no that is not there that is called sense gratification so there are these gurus who are doing this kind of economic or sense gratification and because of such instructions the foolish disciple continues in the material existence of ignorance those who continue in the material existence of ignorance they try to join these kind of gurus and then they try to do all kinds of courses you know i don't know there are so many courses that are available outside you can do this and you can do that and it is all physical activities that are there many a times when people have asked me why do i oppose this kind of yogi classes and all these kind of classes that are there in every book that we have read so far it is mentioned very clearly the lord directly tells you don't do these kind of things 
he has never told you you know to do any of these kind of activities like joining some sort of a classes and doing all sorts of yoga doga and all those kind of things you don't have to do so what he says over here and because of such instructions the foolish disciple continues to be in the material existence of ignorance but your lordship gives knowledge that is eternal and the intelligent person receiving such knowledge is quickly situated in the original constitutional position those who can reach the state of the self my lord you are the supreme well wisher friend of everyone my dearest dear most friend the controller the super soul the supreme instructor and the giver of supreme knowledge and the fulfillment of all desires but although you are within the heart the foolish because of lusty desires in the heart cannot understand you the lord is always staying in the heart of every human being but to find him is the most difficult thing because we are all full of lust and greed O supreme lord for self realization i surrender unto you who was worshiped by the demigods as the supreme controller of everything by your instructions exposing life's purpose kindly cut the knot from the core of my heart and let me know the destination of my life so to find the true meaning of your life why are you here the lord can be your guide and your guru he can show you the path of going towards your destination in life remember the one line that we may um, everybody has to find out their reason for being there on the born on this earth so we are here for a particular reason the lord or the guru who is the lord himself will be able to guide you towards that place sukhdeva so swami continued when satyavata the spirit to the supreme personality of god had assumed the form of the fish the lord while moving in the water of inundation explained to him the absolute truth the supreme personality of god had thus explained to king satyavrata the spiritual science known as sankhya yoga sankhya yoga is the knowledge which is given by sri krishna in the first few chapters of the bhagavad gita those who have learned the bhagavad gita those who have been with me and understood the bhagavad gita the first few verses first few chapters is all about sankhya yoga the science of which one distinguish between the matter and the spirit in other words the bhakti yoga along with instructions contained in the puranas the old histories and the samahitas the lord explained himself in all this literature so what does he do he sits and he explains all these things to the person that is satyavrat while sitting in the boat king satyavrat accompanied by the great saintly persons listened to the instructions of the supreme personality of godhead in regards to self realization these instructions were all in the eternal vedic literature as brahma thus the king and the sages had no doubt about the absolute truth the lord is in a position to give an exposition on these special treatises which basically these are the sankhya yoga how to reach the divine lord by means of knowledge by means of karma and by means of bhakti there are three parts which are available at the end of the last inundation that is during the time of swayambhu manu the supreme personality of godhead killed the demon named hayagriva and delivered all the vedic literature to lord brahma when lord brahma awakening from his sleep from sleeping king satyavrat was illumined with all the vedic knowledge by the mercy of lord vishnu and in this period he has now taken birth as vaivaswat manu the son of the sun god this story concerning the great king satyavrat and the fish incarnation of the supreme personality of god vishnu is a great tra- transcendental narration anyone who hears it is delivered from the re- reactions of this sinful life this is a story which is talking about how the fish gives the knowledge to satyavrat during the great deluge one who narrates a description of the matsya incarnation and king satyavrat will certainly have all the ambitions fulfilled 
and he will undoubtedly return home back to Godhead. I offer my respectful obeisance unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who pretended to be a gigantic fish, who restored the Vedic literature to Lord Brahma, and when Lord Brahma awakened from sleep, and who explained the essence of the Vedic literature to King Satyavrat and the great saintly persons. So we have come to the end of the eighth canto. Now I shall, when I open tomorrow, I shall give you all a very small explanation of what this chapter is all about. So today we will come, we have come to the end of it. So we will take a halt over here. Okay.